Welcome to our Think Kingdom podcast. This week, Pastor Antoine delivers his message, Keep the Fire Burning. Let's hear what God's Word has for us from lead pastor Antoine Lasseter. Leviticus chapter 6, verse 12. And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in um, order on it. And he shall burn on it, and he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. I want you to focus on verse number 13. A fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. Then Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 says, And don't grieve God's Holy Spirit, because you were sealed by him for the day of redemption. But I like the way the NLT captures that verse. It says, And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Then then 1 Thessalonians 5 and 14. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. Verse number 16, always be joyful. We're just going to sit right there for a second. My joy isn't contingent upon what I experienced. My joy is not contingent upon what happened to me. He says, always be joyful. Well, how we do that? Pray, never stop praying. Be thankful, my God, in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, if you belong to Christ Jesus, these words are for you. He says, do not stifle the Holy Spirit. And and some translations say quench. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Don't throw a, a wet rag on the fire. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. So he's admonishing us in first in, in Leviticus that the priest's job is to all is keep the fire burning on the altar. And he says in Ephesians, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And then he warns us, he warns, he says, listen, brothers and sisters, warn those who are lazy, who are timid. The joy of the Lord gives us boldness. And so he says, uh, verse number 14, he's telling us to be active participants in worship. When, when I was growing up, um, 
the old saints, my grandma, I, I, when I refer to the old saints, I refer to my grandma and my grandfather. My grandma and grandfather, uh, they were considered this, this place that we worship in the sanctuary. And they wouldn't play about the sanctuary. We, we're modern, right? We're, 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 and now we have this modern vernacular, so we call it the auditorium. But the old saints call it the sanctuary. And, 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 and so what they would say is when you come to the sanctuary, you better not be playing with God. Because to them, this place was holy. And so there was a reverence that they had for the things of God. So uh, often, and this is, I'm, I'm telling you, some of, some of the stuff that the old saints had, they had it together. They, like, they, they, but so they, they, they would say, don't come before God any old way. And the reason why they was doing it, because they wanted us to have a reverence for the things of God. It wasn't about the songs they were singing. It wasn't about the instruments. It was about the very presence of God. And we have become so familiar with the things of God, we just come on any old way. Now, there's something to be said, come as you are. But put a comma in there, not a period. Come as you are, but be changed by the Spirit. And I feel, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I was talking, I don't know who I was talking to. I was like, man, I'm beginning to start listening to old songs. Because the stuff that I'm facing, the new songs don't speak to. I'm feeling, you can, you know, I'm just going to be honest. I'm feeling a little churchy. Because when you come into the sanctuary, listen, listen. Because when you come into the sanctuary, and you've been worshiping all week, and I've been worshiping all week, and Dan had been worshiping before he touched the keys. And you've been worshiping before you play bass. And Alex has been worshiping before he hits those drums. Something happens when we keep the fire burning. Over time, married couples, if you don't keep the fire burning, then and this is what's crazy. Then you go to Genesis, and he, and this is so God has done so much for us. In Genesis, he creates a space for us so he can be with us. So he, he, he creates heaven and earth, and then he, 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 he uh, creates the garden, and the garden is perfect, and, and he charges Adam and Eve. He charges Adam, and, and uh, I think it's Genesis chapter 2. He says, I need for you to work it and keep it. So he's forever have always desired for us to pull our own weight along with him. So some of us, when it comes to the things of God, we keep being passive spectators. He's calling us to be active participants. I can't keep your fire burning. So he says, so the Old, Old Testament priest were responsible for keeping the fire on the altar burning. And this was like a sacred task that they did. And they would do it every morning. And, and they would make sure when they did it, and this is the beauty of God. So, so the Old Testament priest um, would, would, be on, would, would serve the Lord and serve the people 
by making sure that the fire on the altar kept burning. They were giving clear instructions. The fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. Never put that fire out. Last week, I was talking about are you tired or are you empty? That emptiness can represent the fact that, you, that man, sometimes it's things that I do that causes the fire to go down. And then sometimes it's simply life that causes the fire to go down. Sometimes it's the things that happen to us that cause the fire to go down. But we are responsible for keeping that fire burning. Let me show you something. I don't have the mic that I could do it. This represents intimacy with God. But this represents union with God. Many of us are settling for intimacy. But intimacy is the prerequisite for union one with the spirit so have you noticed that 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 in these in these moments that you're praying and or these moments that you're not been praying there's a there's a like a nudge for you to pray just me y'all good the moments when we have nudges to pray then there's moments that what we're doing, uh, watching TV, I'm not saying watching anything bad. I'm not saying watch, listen to different, no, no. I'm saying there's moments where the Spirit nudges us. That's enough. Some of us, the reason why we can't sleep has nothing to do with anxiety. It's that literally the Holy Spirit is waking us up to spend time with Him. Everything doesn't have to be bad for us to be nudged to want to worship him, to cry, to lift our hands, to pray. Sometimes it's just union with him. The Old Testament, the priest would have to regularly attend to the fire. Attend to is to pay attention to. So I want you to think about your life and the busyness of your life and then what it takes to continually to make sure that the fire is burning. I mean, some of us, man, the, we, we are, things are happening and they're good and you've just been busy. Some of us, man, it's, the, it's this Christmas season and whatever comes with that. Many of us are just doing life and, man, we're enjoying it. It's not all bad. But the fire... Then what's crazy, sometimes, you know, it's, it's not a, a soaking rain, but sometimes the rain come. Sometimes I've been giving other people my logs. Sometimes I'm in the temple, but not attending to my own fire. Sometimes I'm doing the, the Lord's work, but not spending time with the not spending time with him. And, and here's the challenge for all of us, that oftentimes, you know when we notice the fire is out, 
when it's out. And you notice the signs, right? You're a little moody. You're just a little off. Things irritate you. It's, it's, it's uh, looking for pleasure and it's looking for relief in temporary things. And these are all signs to point us back, bring the fire up. And what God, what God does through, through the assembly of ourselves together. Now, now listen, you know, instru- the instrumentalists, the musicians are great. Worship leaders, great. I believe that the leadership team here is great. But if you wait till Sunday to tend to your fire, like if, if, if you wait till Dion hits a note on the bass or we sing your favorite song or there's a tweetable quote from yours truly. Well, that was good. Only thing, sometimes here's what happens in service. Woof. Because we live right here. He says, the priests are responsible for making sure that the, the fire keeps burning. So you got to regularly attend to the fire. Then you got to use the right materials for the fire. The fuel is important. Then he says, you got to keep the altar clean and orderly. Uh, so, uh, I am a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Vince. I'm not Vince, but I am a junior master griller. So my, my grill is yay big. And what I was doing was just cooking on it and cooking on it and cooking on it. It's gas and cooking on it and cooking on it. We ate, we, uh, we use that grill every day for about a month. Yeah. Just cooking on it. Then next thing I know, because I failed to clean it, let's just say I was going to text or have a mass text and say my family need to be staying with y'all like one week and then the next week until we get back. Because I was gonna, we were about to burn the house down. I mean, them flames were... You can't, Jonah, you can't... You can't benefit. You can't have the benefits without the work. And the work required me to get my hands dirty and take some of that residue and wipe away and make sure that altar stay clean. See, when we come to this altar and we bring the sacrifice and, and those things, there's ashes. And I'm not, I don't have time to talk about the ashes, but the ashes have a way of piling up. And if you want to stay fresh, Dion, See, those ashes represent what God did, and we bless God for doing what he did. But none of us can live in the past of what he did. We have to live in the present of what he's doing. And so that fire can be distracted, or that fire can take a lot of work if you don't clean out the ashes. So the priest had to make sure that the altar kept clean and free of any debris that could hinder the fire from burning brightly. Then the priest, the priest had to offer prayers and incense to the fire. As the priest tends to the fire, he can offer prayers and incense to God 
So I want you to see this imagery that we have. I'm tending to the fire. And while I'm attending to the fire, I can talk to God. Fire, the fire reminds me of just how powerful God is. The fire in the Old Testament represented the presence of God. And what Leviticus is actually demonstrating to us, Tiffany, what he's actually demonstrating is no matter what you do, it's what, it's what David went through. And we can talk about the reason why our fire can go out. We can talk about the sin. Psalms 51, David writes, whatever you do, do not remove your presence from me. Well, he's writing that because he's sin with Bathsheba. So he writes that because he was in sin. And what he realized was that even in his sin, Lord, I messed up and I, I ask you for forgiveness. But whatever you do, don't remove your presence from me. That's union with God that's relationship with God and oftentimes when we sin we want to run away from God ask our forefathers ask Adam and Eve about it he prepares a place for them the sanctuary a holy place he and he's literally walking he's walking in the garden and he's like where are they and he looks at Adam and says where are you he knows where they are the question is for them, you know just how large or small your fire is. And you know what blanket, wet blanket you putting on it. Everybody prays for revival, but nobody repents. How are we going to have revival if we don't repent? And you can't schedule revival. We want more of God. No, you want more of his benefits. The fire of God consumes us. So we got to offer prayer while we're attending to the fire. John chapter 15, verse 5, he says, Remain in me, and I remain in you. So in other words, he's literally saying, if you want to be fruitful, if we want to be fruitful, we must first be faithful. I want you to put your hands on your chest. We're going to talk about the fire of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is the game changer for us. The Holy Spirit lives in us, and that's why I put, I said Ephesians chapter 4, because we can grieve the Holy Spirit. The fire of God is in us through his Holy Spirit but we can grieve the Holy Spirit. So if we want to be, say, I want to be fruitful. Now, whatever fruitful means to you, I'm, a, I'm a just going to be broad for a minute. I say, I want to be fruitful. Well, fruitfulness requires your faithfulness. So in order for me to be fruitful, say it with me. If I want to be fruitful, I must be faithful. Everybody, get into the emoji hands like this. It's actually a high five that we pressured them to make it prayer hands, but where to go, Christians? This is the start, but we want to daily be this. We want to move 
Some of us, man, we, some of us, even now, we can't even do this. Right? So, we want intimacy with God. That's relationship. Through his son, this is the union with him. Oneness. Galatians 5, walking in step with the spirit. What is the Spirit telling you this morning? And if you can't hear him, it's not fine, but at least acknowledge where you are. It's not for us to stay apart from him. It's for us to move towards him. So my hands are in this posture. Now, I want you want to take a moment and just begin to pray. Say, Lord, what is preventing me either from being intimate with you, being close to you? What is preventing me? Because he's done all the work. That's the irony of it. But what is preventing me? Is it my sin? Is it my struggle? And so if, if you're here, Lord, I am in, uh, we, do have, we do share intimacy, Lord, but what's causing me not to be one with you? And just, just from where you are, I just want you to begin to talk to him. Just, just right where you are. Just, it's just, it's just me and you. Just, it's just. I'm sorry. It's just you and him. Just talk to him right there. It's personal. It's personal. Some of us feel so apart from him, and we just need to move closer. So what is, what do I need to do to move closer to him? And what do I need to do to move from just this, yeah, I do the, I do, I do the things, right? I do, I, I, I do the things that I'm, eh, but I don't feel one with him. What's preventing it? I'm, trust me. If, you, if, if we are Christ believers, how many of us are saved? Saved. It's nothing that we're ashamed of. We're saved. Then, then we, we can come before God. So what's, what's preventing me from being intimate with him? I'm going to give you three things. And these are your notes. First thing is surrender to Christ. That sounds, that sounds cliche. Yes, surrender to Christ. Submit to Christ. Um, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Be cruci- we are being crucified with Christ. It's him who lives in me. Colossians 3 and 3. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God question who is leading your life is he lord have we surrendered and submitted to him many of us we want to finish 2020 strong and for some of us who like look i'm just trying to get out of 2022 and that may be your case but if we don't surrender to Christ now, 
What makes think makes us think we're gonna surrender to him later? Let's resolve to surrender to him now daily. First thing, surrender to Christ. Second thing is focus on eternity. We talked, I think uh, Pastor Ramon and I, we preached a series called uh, Kingdom Lens. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, if, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So the first thing we have to do is, number one, we have to steward our own lives. You, sir, you, ma'am, can't do everything. We have to steward our money, steward our time, because ultimately he's asking us to steward our witness. We are Christ believers. Say it with your chest. We are Christ believers. Be intentional. Now, intentional means being deliberate and being on purpose. So the only way that we surrender to Christ, we surrender to Christ, and then we focus on the things of God. So whatever is lovely, whatever is good, whatever is above, we think on those things. That's eternity being in our perspective. Whatever happens to me on this side of the world is according to his purpose because determination dictates direction. But direction determines destination. If we want to go to Virginia, and this is north, and Virginia is north of us, we can't go south. We have to be determined that nothing but will become an obstacle in my life to preclude me from being one with him. If you do not like where your life is headed, change it. That's a hard word, good. But the reality of it is, um, I'm only can change what I can change. Three things, identify your priorities, identify your conflict, and implement. And then the last thing, and we're done, is to fuel the fire. Scripture says in 1 Timothy 1 and 6, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. We are called to fan the flames. That concludes this week's message. If you are blessed by anything you heard in today's podcast and you feel like to give, Feel free to text the word GIVE to 704-741-3705. And if you are in Kannapolis, Charlotte, or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at 465 South Cannon Boulevard in Kannapolis, North Carolina, Sundays at 1033. You can also join us online Sundays on Facebook and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to us and also check us out on Instagram under Think Kingdom. As always, you can go back and hear this message and so many more right here on our Think Kingdom podcast.